Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guests, the hardworking, dedicated team from the Pike Market Senior Center, Executive Director Jeannie Falls, and Wellness Engagement Coordinator and Head Figlet, Zoe Freeman. They're here with the annual invitation to both festivities and gifting. So let's get right on with it. Good morning, Jeannie Falls and Zoe Freeman. And it is so much fun to have you both join us once again. And I think one of the big reasons we're together once again here in November is... The Great Figgy Pudding Caroling Competition. That's it. And here you are, Head Figlet, with us once again. I am Head Figlet. And uh, thank you, Kate, for inviting Jeannie and I to be here and yes, the reason that we're gathering is because the Great Figgy Pudding uh, Caroling Competition, the 32nd production of the Great Figgy Pudding Caroling Competition, takes place this um, December 7th, the first Friday of December in uh, downtown Seattle. Uh, and we promote this event as a fundraiser for the Pike Market Senior Center and Food Bank. It's our very important fundraiser. It's produced in-house. We're the ones that put it on, and uh, Jeannie is here, and she can talk about the mission and the, the cause, but this is our big fundraiser of the year. And we are doing it at this point rather early or mid-month here in November uh, with the event just a few weeks away and there's still time though to for those who want to participate oh yes right yes there's still time for people who maybe have thought about forming a caroling team and they've you know they've been thinking about it and they haven't done it and they think gee that sounds like fun how do I do that so we have um, opportunities still right up you know still and so for the next few weeks to uh, gather your friends together, form a caroling team, register with us. I think we're going to give you the contact information at the end, right? Yes. Register with us. Start raising money. The important thing is raising money. Uh, I like to stress that 80% of the figlanthropy, which is the the figgy pudding fundraising, is raised before Figgy Friday. 80%, only 20%, which is a very important 20%, is raised the night of the event, but 80% is raised on the run-up to the event. So that fundraising is happening now. People can climb on board, participate, register, and begin raising money and have plenty of time to raise a good amount of money. Excellent. I was going to say, and this is everyone's excuse to be able to stand outside (laughs) in the middle of downtown and sing your heart out. When When do you get an opportunity like that? And you don't have to necessarily be able to sing well. Um, there's groups that, that sing well and practice all year. There's groups that are thrown together that just want to have fun and raise money for the Senior Center and Food Bank because they know um, about the work that we do, or they just want to be one of those people standing outside on the street corner. Yes. There's something for everyone is what you're saying, Jeannie. Yes, exactly. Right? And it, it is a fundraiser. That's a really important part, but it is such a fun event to both participate in and to come and enjoy that. Um, a lot of people think of it as their kickoff to the holiday season. And, um, you know, it just wouldn't be the holidays without Piggy Pudding. Oh, absolutely. And the, the fundraising, as Zoe was saying, as you're actually underscoring as well, Jeannie, the fundraising is a very important part of this. 
there's probably a goal number, a number for well, this? For the last few years, and I have to give Zoe credit for this because she's done such a great job working with all the teams. We have made over $100,000 for the Senior Center and Food Bank um, at Piggy Pudding. And as Zoe said, almost everything's raised before the event. The teams, um, it's like a, a walkathon or a runathon where you raise, you ask your friends to support you. And people have just um, gone, businesses, uh, caroling groups, uh, choruses, churches, schools, everybody gets on board and um, raises money. It's such a fun time. Let's talk about the cause and the, the reason that we're raising money. Jean, why don't you do that, Jeannie? Okay. Um, well, the Pike Market Senior Center and Food Bank are two of the social service agencies that are located in central downtown Seattle in the Pike Lace Market. And we provide a variety of services. Um, at the Senior Center, we serve anybody who is 55 and older, can be a member, we don't charge any fees. Um, you don't have to pay anything to be a member. Um, and we provide um, for people's basic needs, and we provide also for engagement and, and for people to have fun because about half of the members that we have are homeless, um, and um, mo almost all of them are very low income because there's a lot of low-income housing right in downtown Seattle. Thank heavens because it's, it's all near the senior center. And so we serve a free breakfast and lunch seven days a week um, to anybody who wants to come that's a member. And we have three full-time social workers who help our members uh, solve other problems like finding housing, getting medical appointments, um, really um, immigration issues, anything that they need to make their life a little easier. Um, often it'll be a smaller thing that seems smaller like uh, getting your ID because it was stolen or lost, um, which is a, a complicated process, but we help you through that. Um, and then we are a senior center, just like any other senior center, and we have all kinds of wonderful activities. We have bingo. We have dancing. Um, we have uh, movies. We do classes. We have wonderful partnerships with people who help us provide um, wonderful services for um, our members. And what's that? Talk about our food bank. Well, and then the food bank is on the other side of the Pike Place Market. It's in the on the fifth floor of the parking garage. You might have noticed it one time if you were parking there. Um, we serve any any ages, all ages at the food bank. And we have three main programs. We, we have gone, I just want to let you know, we have gone from serving around 600 households a week uh, a couple years ago this year, we're serving 1,000 households a week. Um, it, the need has gone up. We have been had wonderful partnerships with um, businesses and grocery stores who have helped us uh, boost the amount of food that we um, are able to bring into the food bank as well. Um, and I credit our AmeriCorps Vista, Vistas who um, are um, have been, for the last six years, we've had an AmeriCorps Vista down at the food bank whose job has been to help us develop new resources for the food bank. And the, so consequently, the quality and the quantity of the food that we have has gone up. We've been able to maintain a stable inventory of important nutritious items. Um, and we've been able to develop some new programs. 
So that's why we're raising money. Right, Kate. Um, That's that is, and I and I was just going to you know come to that point of of the fundraising, and when you mentioned Jeannie about the social workers on staff and providing the meals, that the foods to create the meals, even though there's donations, probably you need to purchase some. So these funds, the fundraising, supports all that. Correct. Yes. Yes. So figure putting. Figgy Pudding is in its 32nd year. I may have mentioned that before. And it's a very important part of our general fund uh, at the Senior Center. And Ginny touched on how much fun Figgy Pudding in. It certainly is fun. We like to say, Figgy's fun, Figgy helps. And over the years, uh, the Figgy helps part has been a little bit more important to us to talk about because we all know Figgy's fun. It's a it's a magical musical night. Uh, we have... Uh, last year, we had 37 caroling teams on the street, entertaining people and, and raising more money. So we, But we want to always remember that Figgy helps. So I'm going to talk about two, two aspects of Figgy Pudding. So the Great Figgy Pudding Caroling Competition is often called Figgy Pudding to the public and Figgy, you know, among ourselves. You know, hey, it's time for Figgy. Um, so uh, there, how Figgy works as, a, as an event and how Figgy works as a fundraiser. As an event, we take over downtown Seattle on the first Friday of December. We, the city closes streets for us. We reroute buses and cars can't flow through. Uh, we put the teams on the street. The teams who've been registering with us are placed on the street, for and they sing for an hour, and while the almost ten thousand people that come to the event circulate. And I'm telling you, it is huge fun and. And one of the favorite things, one of the things I love to do is look at the photos that we take during the event. We have our official photographer, Art Kuniyuki. And um, so I'd like to look at the faces of the people in the crowd, the faces of the children, not looking at the camera, but looking at the caroling teams and the, the bright expressions and the big smiles and the laughter on the faces of the people. It's a truly engaging, fun kickoff to your holiday season. So that is, so we, we put the teams on the street, as I said. They sing for an hour. During that time, they're competing in various ways because it, it's a competition, remember? Mm-hmm. And they're competing in various ways. And then we have judges judging them, and they're, they're raising some more money. And we have people voting for their favorite team for the People's Choice Award. They've already competed for the team that raises the most money, which is the Philanthropy Award, the first, second, and third uh, highest raising money raising teams are honored on stage and get a little trophy so that's how that's how it works as an event uh but as a fundraiser as i mentioned um money's being raised right now but the night of the event we have other ways for people to donate so if you come to the event bring your money you know Put your put cash in your pockets. We do have a, the square system, so we can use you can use your card. But stuff your pockets full of cash so that you can put money in the box of your favorite teams. They're going to all have a box that they were passing around, and they and that's called the get figgy with it box. They're getting figgy with it during that one hour that they're singing on the street. You can drop money in those boxes. Uh, then you, there's people standing around with other, at other collect, money collection sites, and so you want to stuff your money in those boxes too. You can do both of them. You know, you don't have to just choose one or the other. Uh, you can, and then we have wonderful buttons, real cute little buttons that we promote every year. And if you make a, a donation, we will say thank you to you by giving you a figgy pudding button. 
uh, some people collect their buttons. We've, we've seen this one gentleman that comes down every year, and he's got his chest is loaded with buttons from buttons galore from years past. So, so that happens for an hour singing on the uh, street, and that's when we raise money. And I haven't mentioned the stage sing-off yet. I neglected to do that. Part of the entertainment value, part of the entertainment is to have the stage show. So the stage show starts at 7.30 and runs till 8.30. And during that time, we have the sing-off for um, the best choral group, the most creative group, and the People's Choice Award. The top two teams in each of those categories get on the stage, and they vie for the um, for the award uh, it is a really joyful, happy time, and the crowd is just is there with their big smiles on their face. So we have a one hour entertainment uh, called the stage show that we end up with. And I think that how that happens, if I recall, is that there's the crowd is involved because there's the clapping. Yes, and we judge yes. it by that, right? Your uh, your wonderful, I think it's Alan and Ashley this year. Yes. Uh, Alan and Ashley will be there. They are MCs, and then we also have Jim Dever and Kim Holcomb from uh, Evening Magazine will be there. And so they're on stage um, helping with the awards, handing out the awards. Uh, and then so the judges continue judging for the judged awards. And then the People's Choice Award is done by clapping. So uh, the top two teams get up there. They each sing their song. And then your your Alan and Ashley, wonderful people. We love them. Um, they lead the crowd in, like, cl- clapping and stomping. And it's really always kind of hard sometimes to know who the winner is. Sometimes they have to do it twice. And so that's how we get the, cr- the crowd engaged. Yes. The, the stage show is really fun. And so once you've gone through the hour of – Walking around, the, when the team stands still and, and the crowd walks around, then you want to plan on staying for another hour. And we extend the fundraising during that hour. We have people in the crowd still taking uh, your donations during that stage show. Absolutely. Because, of course, that's such a key part of it. And we've touched on the reasons why the fundraising during this very fun and festive event is so critical. So, Jeannie, you know, with the food bank and with the senior center, does someone come to mind that, you know, has expressed to you what it has meant to them to have either the food bank or the senior center or both in their lives? Well, yes. Actually, I I was just thinking about actually something that happened last week. And it has to do with a couple that came to us last year who wanted to do something. They had some money and they wanted to do something for people who were homeless. And they came to us and said, if we gave you $2,500 for the next three years, what would you do with it? And we came up with a list of things that could be helpful and went and met with them and They liked the stuff so much that they said, okay, we've decided we like all these things, so we want to give you $5,000 for the next five years instead. And so, of course, we're delighted. And one of the things of those was that we have a cupboard that is stocked with things that people might need. We have socks. We have hats. We have toothpaste. We have shampoo. We have those hand warmers. And... We also have access to giving people a voucher for something that they might need where they could go shop at Goodwill. And this is sponsored through these people's money that they've given us. And last week, 
one of our members came to me in my office and he was literally in tears because he thought he had a bed at one of the shelters. But when he went, they said that they had no record of this. They, he thought that his VA rep had recommended him. And he says, I'm not afraid of being outside, but I'm afraid of being cold. And so we were able to give him a blanket. We used this funding. We didn't actually have a blanket in the closet, but we had funding to go get him a blanket. And so I hope he was warmer than he might have been. But yes. that it's that kind of thing that we get to experience every day that people have someplace warm to go, someplace where people care about them. And that's for a lot of our members. They don't have family nearby. They don't have a support system. You're very vulnerable if you're homeless, you're outside, you can be at shelters, but it's a difficult, difficult way of life. We try and make life a little easier for people, consistent meals, places where people can get a, a meal. They can find activity, they can be engaged, and it's and a have cheerful, fun, have fun. It's a cheerful place. It's not a grim place to be. It's, we help people find engagement with other things, like at the food bank, Probably 80% of the volunteers, and it's very volunteer-driven, the food bank, 80% of our volunteers are also food bank clients. It creates a community of people that want to give back. And it's a full-circle community because people that are in the business community downtown, people who are at the Pike Place Market, support us every day. We go through the Pike Place Market with a cart. Our volunteers go through the Pike Place Market with a cart for us every day pick up things from the produce vendors, pick up things from feature cheese, from all of the bakeries. They donate whatever they don't think they're going to sell to the food bank. We probably pick up, I think we weighed 100,000 pounds of food just from the Pike Place Market last year. So we're in a wonderfully supportive place. We have, at the food bank, there have been a bunch of different businesses that have decided to partner with us on a new program that we started recently, that is our, our no-cook bag program. So we look at the downtown area, and it, there's actually a, a map that has been um, created by All Home, who does a homeless count every year, where you can go and you can put your, your cursor on the zip code, and it tells you how many homeless people are in each of the zip codes. So we happen to be in the two highest Homeless zip codes are, are, are in the service area that the food bank serves. Um, and 98104 is like in the 5,000s, whereas every other zip code is in the hundreds. So we decided, you know, if you go into the food bank and there's a raw chicken and a potato, and it's not very helpful for you if you're homeless because you can't cook this food. And we realized we're in an area that has a really high number of people who are homeless. So we've created this bag of foods that are not perishable, that are lightweight so you can carry them, that are nutritionally dense. And we put these bags together and give them to anybody who's homeless. They can also go through the regular line and pick up fruit and pick up. We often will throw a sandwich in or something because we have a lot of grocery rescue where we get some prepared foods. But strangely, this is a lot less food than if you were coming to the food bank and getting a big bag of groceries, you'd probably get 20 to 25 pounds of groceries if you came. And this is much less, but it's much more expensive for us to produce. So Figgy can help you participate in Figgy and raise money. If you donate to Figgy, you can help with the no-cook bags. 
And it's filling that particular need because, as you say, Jeannie, give a person a raw chicken, what are they going to do with that? Right. So I see, too, thinking of that nutritionally dense food, that ties in with your wellness engagement, I think, Zoe. Yes. To make sure that... Absolutely. Right? So, you know, we all wear several hats at the Senior Center. Jeannie is our executive director. Of course, that's a very important role that she has is making sure that our doors stay open and that we have funds to operate. And then she helps with Figgy. She she calls it Figgy Production. I call it getting Figgy on the street, doing the things that make the event appear on the street. So the morning of the 7th at 5 o'clock, you just have Westlake Park and Pine Street. But then a few hours later, you start seeing the stage come up and you start seeing the, all the canopies come up. So that's Jeannie uh, oversees that part of it. I am, the, as you said, I'm the wellness engagement coordinator at the Senior Center. I work with three people who we work together as a team to make sure that there are things happening at the center that promote wellness, promote health, promote fun, promote community, uh, that are educational. So there are things to do to make your day fun and just maybe distract you from how really hard life is. So that's what my team, that's what we provide, exercise classes. And Judy mentioned our outings and parties. We're coming up on a big party season. We'll have a New Year's Eve party on Monday, the Monday on, on New Year's Eve. Uh, but figgy pudding is so much so important for the uh, general fund of the, of the senior center and helps us do the things that we really want to do for people and help people and people who count on our programs and services count on you, the listener, to form a caroling team, raise money, or be at the event and make a donation and and have, I promise people that the most fun you'll ever have at the holiday season will be at the Great Figgy Pudding Caroling Competition. And so I think I almost neglected the location. So it's along Pine Street and a little bit in Westlake Park. And then we have teams on Fifth Avenue because that's the area that's closed. And then we run the teams are up to 7th. So off from 7th to 4th, we have teams placed there that are having a great time and singing and helping us. And you're so correct, both of you, in saying that this is really the kickoff of this holiday season because it's for all ages. It is. Figgy is at, at a time of day that it is just perfect for whatever age the kiddos are to bringing the grandparents along. Exactly. So you right. can celebrate as family. Right. As family, definitely as family. It's a date night activity. Mm. Um, people getting off work with their colleagues will uh, delay leaving town so they can see it. But definitely a family event. And with kids, I can just see oh. for them, it's important. It's, it's so magical oh, it at is. that time. It's magical. Their eyes just dance. I mean, I have a whole series of photos that I've put on Facebook once a year. I'll do, you know, the Figgy kids and nothing but the photos of the children watching the stage show or watching the caroling team sing. You know what's going on because I'm telling you what's going on, but just that their eyes are just popping, you know, yes. such a fun time. And Jeannie, you were going to add to that, were you, in, in terms of, you know, the people who turn out for the event? Well, I was going to say it's such a community-oriented mm, event. Yes. I mean, it is, it's a little down-home. It's not fancy, but it's really fun. And, and everything that happens happens by people from the community coming forward and volunteering. I mean, they're volunteering to sing. They're volunteering to raise money. Then the people that are at the event 
half of them had no idea the event was going to be happening. I think we get serendipitous <laughs> audience because you might be shopping at Nordstrom and you walk out and you go, oh, no, what the heck is happening? And you look around, there's these people singing everywhere and you're like, oh, my gosh. And they just stumble onto Figgy and then um, then they put it on their calendar to come back every year. And we have people um, who come from all over the area. I might get a phone call in the spring well, when's Figgy Pudding? When's Figgy Pudding? We want to make our hotel reservation or because we're coming to town from Canada or we're you know, com- going to come up from Oregon. So tell us we can get – because at that time of year, it's hard to get hotels. Yes. Right? So when is Figgy? We want to be there. And so it, it's become quite a popular, popular event. So we want to make sure people can find the details. If at this point they still are really itching then, they've heard this, they're itching to make a team, how would they go about that? So- they can go to our website, uh, uh, pikemarketseniorcenter.org. Click on Figgy Pudding up on the top of the menu. Click on Figgy Pudding. And you'll get you'll navigate to the Figgy Pudding page, and you can get all the details there. Or... If you um, are, if you like to uh, use social media, and we hope you do, uh, you can like us on Facebook, the Great Figgy Pudding Caroling Competition. We also are on Instagram, and we're starting. We start tweeting about this time of year. Uh, you can like our Facebook page and get a lot of fun photos and information that way. And you can follow us on Instagram. So we do socialize the event quite a lot. But if you don't use social media, and I certainly understand people who do not, you can just go to our website, pikemarketseniorcenter.org. Click on Figgy Pudding. Great. And the thing here is we see how it all intertwines, which is so great that there's fun and there's the serious part of helping people, but then it comes back to fun and hearing yes. how the people who use the services are volunteers, so they feel really empowered that they are part of the larger community. They're not just taking something. Yeah, that's what I can't even express how magical it is some days down at the food bank. You'd think that, that oh, this is sort of a grim spot. We have people who volunteer every day. And some people don't have a lot of things to fill their day or a lot of different interactions with people. And they come to the food bank and they suddenly have a community of people who they are working with to try and provide good to other people. Everybody wants to be helping somebody else. Everybody has that in their heart. And we offer not only a chance to get help, but to give help. And that's a really invaluable asset. I think that it's a way to help your neighbor in need. So we don't always know what to do to help people, but we want to do something. We're here providing you with a great, fun, entertaining evening and an opportunity to help. Yeah, by making a singing group, you have so much fun. I mean, you can get together with your friends. You could just wear, like, antlers on your head and not sing very well, and you're still doing something that's contributing to your community, that's contributing to help people that you might not know how to help in the first place. You see a lot of people who are homeless in downtown Seattle. We all drive around in our cars. We see tents. And you go, oh, my gosh, I wish I could do something to help people. And here it is. uh, Yeah, exactly. This event helps fund services that we provide every day to homeless seniors and to low-income families living downtown. And it's an easy way to to participate and to help. Figgy pudding, yay! (laughs) And 
the thing to remember, if by chance you can't make it, but you realize what an important event and service and fundraiser this is, of course, you can go to the website and yes. donate. We have a donate button, a general donate button on our website. And then we have a donate button on the Figgy Pudding page. So definitely, you can make a donation directly to Figgy Pudding. You might know of someone who's going to sing this year, and you want to be able to support their team. And you can donate directly to their team by telling us who you want the money to go to. So there are ways, if you cannot make it to the event, there are ways to make a donation to Figgy Pudding. You and can actually, help your neighbors in need. So you can make a team too, can't you? And not We've had people do that. Make mm-hmm. a virtual team. Give a name to your team. Register with us. That's true, Jeannie. And we have, um, through a product called Greater Giving, we have people can um, create web pages for their teams. We really encourage that and do online fundraising. And then you can just circulate the URL to everyone you know. So you could go that far and really not be at Figgy, but you could certainly get yourself a URL and start raising money through email and through Facebook. Yes, you can. That'd be a virtual team. But we would much rather you came down and joined (laughs) us because it is so much fun down at the event. But Mm -hmm. we love anybody who's creative about fundraising. We worked with several teams who've done things like... We have one team that was a company that created a cookbook and sold it for figgy pudding. So the teams do find creative ways to raise money. We have people that help us all year, and we really love the relationships that we develop with the businesses, with the families, with the people who create caroling teams for figgy pudding. Well, I have to say that I love both of you. The work that you're doing is something that is so needed these days, and it's a way that all of us can participate. We find a way that we can engage. We can do it. You are doing such important work in our community, Jeannie and Zoe, and being here to get us all stirred up to be there for Figgy is such important. So we'll see you on Friday, December 7th at 6 o'clock. On Pine Street, downtown Seattle, the retail district, we'll see you there. Absolutely. And make sure you say hi and identify yourself as, oh, my gosh, we haven't talked about how love and we love Warm. Because Warm has been our radio sponsor for decades, and it's the perfect radio sponsor for Figgy Pudding. And we want to thank this wonderful radio station for always being there for us and being there the night of the event. And providing the great MCs. They get the crowd going. They create a wonderful atmosphere for the teams that are singing on stage. So again, many thanks. Thank you, Kate, for inviting us again this year. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having us. And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Jeannie Falls and Zoe Freeman and Sunday Morning Magazine with Emily Meltzer and Mark Putnam. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our Warm 1069 webpage. Click on the on-air tab, then Sunday mornings, And look for the show and guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of opening your heart to the spirit of what the holiday season truly means. Have a week of the same and then please plan to join me again next weekend for another hour of Sunday Morning Magazine and Inspirational Women on Seattle's Christmas station, the new warm 106.9.